listening to Joyful Grounds, a faith-filled podcast for coffee-loving women. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, a book-loving, coffee-drinking mom. On Joyful Grounds, we'll dive into the topics of motherhood, Christianity, and literature weekly. On a monthly basis, I will interview various women in all walks of life to share about their faith, careers, and motherhood journeys. Here on Joyful Grounds, our hope is to inspire women to pursue their dreams, walk in faith, and to not only fill your cup with coffee, but to let joy fill your cup too. So, whether you're warming up at coffee for the first time today, or the third, I welcome you to join me here on Joyful Grounds on Wednesday mornings. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Grounds, and I'm so, so excited. Today, I have something I want to mention right off the back, so let's get a drum roll, please. We're on video. I am so excited. We are on video. So today, this episode of Joyful Grounds, episode nine, is taking place on Spotify in video format. So you, if you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, then please rotate your phone because I am here with you and we're going to be doing this face-to-face little interaction. I'm so excited. As for now, the um, Joyful Grounds, the podcast is only available in video format on Spotify. The hope is that I get this podcast over on YouTube, but for now, we're in video format on Spotify. So from going forward, going forward from here on out, we will be doing a video portion or like basically this podcast, you can listen to it however you're listening to it, but it will also be available on video and I am really, really excited, but the video will only really be available on um, Spotify for now. So, but I'm really excited, you guys. I cannot, I'm just, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I am so excited. I did not realize how like easy it actually was or is to get your podcast in video form. Um, otherwise, I would have been doing this from the beginning because I love having real conversations where we're sitting down, I'm talking to you, or when we have guests on, we're talking back and forth. And so it's just like a natural conversation. And so I really, really am grateful for this video format. But anyways, I just want to share that with you guys. I'm really excited. So welcome back to another episode of Joyful Grounds. I am Dolores Carter. I'm your host. I'm a 27-year-old first-time mom who loves to read. I'm a Christian and obviously I'm a mother. So we are talking about all three of those things on this podcast. And once a month, I will be interviewing various women or women in all various walks of life. Um, and yeah, just kind of giving women a space here on this podcast to talk about careers, their motherhood journeys. Um, if they don't have kids, just talk about their lives. I want to create Joyful Grounds, basically a grounds for conversation. So really excited to have you guys here and back for another episode. So let's get into today's episode. Um, as usual, as we always do here on Joyful Grounds, we start each segment of the podcast with something I like to call what's in your cup or what's in your cup. The inspiration I feel like came from, well, I just like to sing a lot. I'm always singing very randomly. I'm always singing or doing something very, very random. And I was like, okay, I was like, I feel like I need to do something like a segment on it because I'm always drinking coffee. Like this is how I started the podcast was me drinking coffee. And so I was singing like, what's in your cup? And it reminded me of the Folgers commercial from like the nineties. And it's like the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. So that I was like, okay, we're like, I don't know. It just like the two collided. And I was like, we're going to do this thing. So 
we are here today with our coffee. What is in my cup? I am drinking out of this really cute Starbucks, like sparkle, like confetti cup. So it's a color changing cup. So when I have it, when nothing's in it, it's like the confetti is like just this like generic, like pink looking like color, whatever. And then when you add something cold to it, it's the confetti like on it changes color. So I'm drinking it. I have my purple one. A friend of mine whose baby shower I kind of like did a bunch of games for. She got me this as a gift. And it was just, these cups are so great. I love Starbucks. So anyways, so really, really cute. If you're looking on camera, then here you go. This is the confetti. So you can like see how cute it is. Inside, I'm drinking stock or Stoke coffee, S-T-O-K. I'm not quite sure how you guys would um, pronounce that. But I think I just say Stoke. So stock i don't even know now i'm confused on what i say but anyways i'm drinking that with sweet cream creamer it's an oat milk creamer based creamer it's really thick i love it and then just over ice because that's kind of how i drink coffee so let's take a, just a second here for a sip oh i love this coffee so good okay so y'all i am pumped for today because today we are talking about books. If you're watching on video, behind me is one of my bookshelves here in my home. And that's why I'm recording right here because I felt um that is very valuable and important to like have books in the background, how trendy. Also, there's a picture of my husband and I from when he proposed to me. So very cute. Love that. All right. So hopping into the books immediately. Actually, secondly, immediately. I am a part of a book club that meets on a monthly basis with a good like a small amount of friends of mine and I absolutely love it but you guys like I struggled I've struggled from like I think we started this in January maybe we started in December or something I've been struggling hardcore to freaking get a book read and I I've like I feel like we've done enough of these book clubs I've like I've missed like I've barely read every book last month I hosted and whoever's hosting chooses the book and uh yeah I did not finish the book it wasn't that it was a bad book I just literally like felt so scattered brain and like just could not get this book read. However, this month's book, I finished it, you guys. But before I get into this month's book, I want to talk about last month for February. I chose the book called Light Lark by Alex Astor. And it is like a Hunger Game, like a more fantasy version of Hunger Games. So there's like, like, just think of more like dragons, fairies kind of like situation. There's no dragons, but like things like that, like the people are more like magical then Hunger Games are just kind of like regular people, but a dystopian world. Well, this is like obviously a dystopian world as well, but people are like magical. And what's cool about this book also is that I learned, I guess I learned, that they're going to create some sort of a TV series. So I don't know if it's going to be Netflix or like Hulu or like whatever, but there's going to be a series. So make sure you keep your eyes out for Light Lark by Alex Astor or Light Lark, the TV show. But I recommend reading this book. I didn't get through it all the way. And I'm not going to go back and read it now, but I did. It was it was good. People liked it. Um, let, everyone in the book club said it was like, OK, I think they uh, I think a couple people gave it like three out of five stars. So I'm not mad. Not mad about it. There are 409 pages, um, then plus an acknowledgement page. So just keep that in mind when you are looking at this book. But it is a young adult book. I don't think it's a hard. It's a pretty easy read. I just struggle bus. So anyways, there's that book. And this month's book, I um, actually listened to it on audiobook, so I don't have it in physical format. I will do my best to, like, just, well, whatever, you can Google the book. But it is called Book Lovers by Emily Henry. I just finished it, like, this past week. Um, 
Speaking of finishing books, I have a book account on Instagram where on Instagram, I just primarily, I only post about books. So if you guys would like to follow me over there, please do at Books Coffee Nooks on Instagram. Um, I absolutely love to read, like I just mentioned, but I do share all of the books that I read over on that account and just some book content and book, book fun. So if you guys want to follow along over there, please feel free to do so. Um, but so I shared about that book over there, but I read it. It's called, uh, book lovers by Emily Henry. That is the book club book of the month for March. So if you are wanting to speed read and catch up, then please do so. And I will do my best at the beginning of each month going forward to tell you guys about our book club picks. So if you actually want to read along with us, you totally can. I would love for you guys to join me on my book reading journey. And then we can like talk about it in the comments or you can like text me, message me, whatever. And it would be like really, really cool if we're like reading a book together. Cause I just, I love bonding over reading. So and coffee but so book lovers by emily henry it is a contemporary romance absolutely love it four and a half stars the only reason i gave it four and a half stars is because for me although it wasn't a ton of like sexual content or smut or spiciness as people in the book world would say um for me it was just like uh, i don't know I, it's hard for me to give books that have like explicit sexual content five stars because of my morals and my standings and just like what i believe in however Emily Henry's writing is like very great and I really love the background to each character that she gave. I didn't feel like I was really missing anything and I didn't necessarily feel like I had like tons of questions about characters or like who they were or why they're making the choices they made. Like it was very apparent as to like why some of the characters would do the things they were doing based off of their history. So I value that. Um, I listened to an audio, so I'm not quite sure about the page number, but it was a really easy read or easy listen. I did listen to it on audiobook took me two days, two days only guys. So definitely recommend that book. Um, there are three characters. The main protagonist is, what is her name? Sorry guys, I don't have it in front of me. I'm trying to think, oh my gosh, Nora. I think, right? Is it Nora? Feels like it could be Nora. <laughs> I love that name, Nora, a lot. I don't know. Now I'm second guessing myself. Let's Google it because now I'm confused and I don't know. Anyways, let's, let's... Okay. Yes, so Nora Stevens is the main, like, um, sorry, protagonist, main character, and her and her sister Libby, they are both from New York, like upstate New York, basically. And Nora is a um, editor, a like. Um, okay, so Nora is a literary agent. She's like a cutthroat literary agent, and her sister Libby is pregnant with her third child, um, and she's married. And they decide after Nora gets dumped or whatever for like the fifteen thousandth time to take a month long vacation in August to Sunshine Falls, if I'm correct, North Carolina. And so they go there, and they had like this whole idea of like we're just gonna like enjoy this time just being sisters, um, and you'll find out some things that happened in their childhood and in their lives that like makes sense why they're going there and so they went there and it was great Nora runs into someone that she kind of like is like a work a work co-worker that's kind of like an enemy um and his name is Charlie and we kind of just see like their relationship unfold and some other things unfold and some craziness Nora goes on some dates and it is it's pretty good there's a lot of secrets I felt like that were kept between Nora and her sister and just some other things that become unveiled and I was like all right this is a good book chapter I think it was 21 I was like what like my mouth I think opened I texted a friend I was like have you read this book have you got this far yet in the book because I was like this is awesome so I really loved it 
truly an easy audiobook listener. I'm sure it was an easy read when I talked to people who physically read the, bu- the book. They were like, it's an easy read. Um, and definitely it is a enemies to lovers, which I am a sucker for an em- enemies to lovers book. So that is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. And um, she also has another book that's pretty popular called Beach Reads. So if you guys have not listened to Beach Reads, then I recommend you do that. I have not listened to or read that book, but um, I am hopeful to do so in the future. So, all right. So that's the book of the by book month pick. So moving on to this book right here, and this is called Praying for Your Husband from Head to Toe by Sharon Janes. So you guys, um, for those who don't know, <laughs> I am married. I'm also a wife. Outside of being a mother, I am a wife. And I'm also a Christian, like I mentioned before as well. And something that I do often is pray. And um, if you are a wife, a mother, and a Christian, I recommend you do the same. And um, something that I was recently convicted on, especially because after having a baby, your marriage changes so much. And it can be really, really hard. And I was like, you know what? I really want to, not that I hadn't already, but I really want to bring God back into the forefront of my mind, back into the focus of my marriage, which again, he's never not been there, but just that reminder of like, man, when things get tough, what do we lean into? What do we lean into when things get tough? For me, I hope to continue to lean into Jesus. And so boom, that is why I've had this book sitting on my shelf. A friend mentioned it to me and reminded me that, oh, I have this. Let me start this again. So this is a 30 day prayer guide. Um, that provides scriptures for you to pray from your husband, literally from head to toe. So in each chapter, it literally gives you like prayers for like his head, like pray over his mind, um, his like legs, his shoulders, his neck and whatever. And it's 30 days of that. And I found it to be like so helpful and so beautiful. Um, and it's like the back of this book says powerful, effective prayer for your husband is easier than you think. Um, and I think sometimes, especially when we're new Christians or we're struggling with like putting someone else above us in general, when it comes to prayer, because we're just used to asking God, like, God, like, help me be the best me I can be. God, give me all the things I want. When we stop trying to pray selfishly, I find that, like, sometimes it can be difficult if we don't know how to, like, not ask, just pray to ask God for something. So this book kind of covers, like, what should you, like, what should I pray? How should I pray? And what prayer does my husband need right now? Obviously, you can ask your husband, like, hey, babe, what do you need? But sometimes it's nice to just kind of go before the Lord and just be like, God, whatever, my husband's name is Amos, God, whatever Amos is needing in the season, like I ask that you, you give it to him. And and obviously this takes knowing your spouse as well. For me, like I know some of the specific needs in my spouses and my husband's life. So like, I pray that God would fulfill those and that like, you know, my husband would be strengthened in those areas that he feels weak in, feels weak in. So Anyways, this is a great resource and a great book, and I'm really glad to have it. I actually, funny enough, think that my mother-in-law gave this to me, and that's like no shade. I think it's like a really awesome thing that she gave to me, and I, I value that. And as you see, it looks really nice. I need, to, I need to keep reading it for 30 days. If you guys would like to take up this challenge of 30 days of reading this with me, feel free, get it. Um, get it. I'm sure you can buy it on audiobook. Um, and it says it's U.S. dollars. So it's $15.99. $15. So um, feel free to pray for your husbands with me. So, all right, there's that book. And have you guys, if you guys didn't go to my book account, if you haven't, feel free to head over there right now because the other day I posted about how I went to the library for the first time in such a long time. The other day it hit me that I still had like tons of books out since before my daughter was born. My daughter was born last summer, so she's coming up on her first birthday soon. And um, yeah, 
I've had books out since before I had her and I was like, what am I doing? Called the library to see about my fees because I knew I'd probably have some. It was about $25, but they're like, if you literally come this week, you would not have to pay them at all. I said, bet. I got in my car and we went to the library. But of course, as I was there, I picked up three additional books. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about these books today and what which one of the three I'm reading right now. So first one up, or I eh, will do it this way. First one up is The No-Show by Beth O'Leary. So this is a picture of the book, or like this is a book. If you guys can't see it, um, if you're not watching on Spotify, then it is a beautiful pink book, okay? And there are three women like sitting, standing, like looking at their phone at the table. And there's a gentleman with roses or flowers in his hand and he is running away. Um, and it's really, it's a really cute like book. Just the way it looks, I'm like, oh my gosh. If you're gonna judge a book by the cover, I would judge this book by the cover and buy it because Beth O'Leary um, wrote this book called The Road Trip as well. And I like love that book. I read it last year. Um, so good. But she writes some cute little contemporary romances and just like friend frenemies, friends to lovers uh, or enemies to lovers kind of books too. And they're really cute. But this one, I'm going to read the description and you guys decide for yourself if you want to, if you want to read this book. Okay. Uh, Saibahan is a quick tempered life coach with way too much on her plate. Miranda is a tree surgeon used to used to being treated just as as just one of the guys on the job. Jane is a soft-spoken volunteer for a local charity shop with zero sense of self-worth. These three women are strangers who have only one thing in common. They've all been stood up on the same day, the very worst day to be stood up. Valentine's Day. <laughs> and unbeknownst to them, they've all been stood up by the same man. Drama. Once they've each forgiven him for standing them up, they are all in serious danger of falling in love with a man who may not, who may have not just one or two, but three women on the go. Is there more to him than meets the eye? Where was he on Valentine's Day? And will each, will they each untangle the truth before they all get their hearts broken? Y'all, this book is screaming drama for your mama. It's also, if you guys have, have you guys watched the movie called John Tucker Must Die, it's giving that. Like, it's giving, like, the guy liked all three women, so he decided to date all three women, and now, like, are they going to team up? I don't know. I have not read this book yet. I'm excited, however, to start it because I'm curious to know if Saibahan or however you pronounce her name, Miranda and Jane, if they're going to, if they're going to team up against him, take him down. I don't know. Anyways, so this, I'm excited for this book nonetheless. So this book, let's see here, it ends with 329 pages, if I'm correct. Then we have some acknowledgments. And something really cool about this book is that there is a reader's guide. And actually in all three of the books, I'm going to talk to you guys and then like about this one and the other two, there's a reader's guide and discussion questions. Like, so that's perfect. If you're going to have a book club or if you're in a book club or I don't know, whatever, like you're going to post on your social media, then ask questions for those who've read it. This is a great, great guide. Um, and then, yeah, it's by Beth O'Leary. So I'm excited for this one. Whoop. Next book we have here is by Emily Henry, who wrote that book I was telling you guys is my March book club pick. So this book is called People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Uh, this book is gorgeous. It is a bright orange book with like a green like spine. And it's super, it's super summertime friendly. Um, I'm obsessed. And so let's read the synopsis. Poppy and Alex. Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She, he was a skater boy. She's a skater boy. Oh, that's what it reminds me of. Um, she has insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay home with the book. 
<laughs> that was me. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live far apart. She's in New York City and he's in their small hometown. But every summer for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together until two years ago when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows without a doubt that it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together, lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? So I'd like to say, I feel like a lot can go wrong. <laughs> I like to answer that question saying, I feel like a lot can go wrong. My husband and I was reading the back of the book to him and he was like, oh my God, he's like, did they have sex? And that's what ruined the relationship. I'm like, why are you invested in the book now? <laughs> Anyways, so I'm excited. I love, again, I love Emily Henry's writing style. So I'm excited. This kind of sounds like a friends to enemies and then like enemies to lovers. Like they were friends or enemies to friends. Like, I don't even know friends to lovers <laughs> like it just I don't know we'll, we're gonna find out guys obviously there okay so there are 364 pages in this book and again reader's guide with some fun questions in it if you guys have read any of the books today please make sure you let me know in today's post over on Instagram at um, joyful grounds podcast but here's that one and the last book I want to share with you guys, because this is the one I am currently reading, is called A Killer Sunday by Abby Collette. It is a an ice cream parlor mystery. So I, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like there might be more like books in like a series like this, but don't quote me. Anyways, so A Killer Sunday by Abby Collette. I am so excited. This is a mystery book. I don't know if I said it about people meet on vacation, but it is a contemporary romance. So this is a contemporary romance. Um, people will meet on vacation. And now A Killer Sunday is a mystery. And I will say real quick, I am, since I've had my daughter, I've had a lot of anxiety. So sometimes I can't like listen. I like no longer really can read like thriller books or if it's like a gory mystery, like I ain't about it. But I'm currently reading this one. I'm halfway through and it is, it's okay. Like obviously they're mentioning murder. It literally says it, A Killer Sunday, like someone clearly is not dead. But I would say like so far so good I'm okay. I don't feel like spooked reading it. It's it's not gory at all. So I really value that it's not gory. When I am done with this book, I will for sure come back on the podcast and do a like true review of this. But let's go ahead and read the synopsis. Um Chagrin or Chagrin. I think they how do you say this? I think it's Chagrin Chagrin Falls, Ohio is gorgeous in the fall. And Bronwyn Cruz, owner of Cruz Creamery, knows just how to welcome the new season. At the annual Harvest Time Festival, residents will get a chance to enjoy hot air balloons and hay rides, crown a new Harvest Time Festival queen, and eat delicious frozen treats sold at Wynn's freshly purchased ice cream truck. But she gets into a sprinkle of trouble when a festival goer is poisoned and Wynn is implicated. Although the victim was a former Harvest Time Festival queen, her once sunny disposition had dimmed into bitterness, leaving no shortage of suspects at the festival. To clear her name before the chill of chill of winter sets in, Wynne will have to investigate and hope that her detective skills won't desert her. Um, this is Priest with Ice Cream Parlor Mysteries. Okay. Um, yeah. So New York Times bestselling author Juliet Blackwell gave this quote for this book. Abby Collette's new series is a welcome addition to the cozy mystery scene and life at the cruise creamery promises plenty of delectable adventures to come. So yes, so this is part of a series. Anyways, you guys, 
I read the back of that to my husband and we were both like, oh, okay, like we got to read this book. Oh, you got to read this book now. So I'm excited. I really, like I said, I love it so far. It also has discussion questions at the back of it. And we are sitting at 338 pages for um, A Killer Sunday. So far, so good. And I cannot wait to review this book for you guys. All right, guys. So those are the books actually that I got from the library. Let me just tell you again. It is The No Show by Beth O'Leary. People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry and A Killer Sunday. So those are the books that we are reading. Obviously, um, obviously reading the Praying for Your Husband from Head to Toe book as well by Sharon James. But those are all the books, guys, that I have for this month or for this month, for I guess for this week's podcast. So you guys let me know again what you are reading in today's episode. And I am just so excited to be back on the podcast and be talking about books again. So All right, guys, before we end today's episode, I definitely want to just take a couple of seconds and leave you guys with a joyful tidbit for today. So let me take a sip of coffee and then we'll do this joyful tidbit. So today's joyful tidbit, I want to just encourage you guys to begin again. You are so capable of starting over. If that means you're starting over for the fourth time, the fifth time, 12th time, whatever it may be. I'm going to let you know that you are capable to begin again. And it may look a little difficult and it may be a little hard, but you are able to do it, (laughs) to do it nonetheless. Um, I'm laughing because my daughter is up from her nap and she's like scream laughing and just having a good time. But I want to just remind you guys that you are capable of doing the things that you want to do, even if they seem hard. So don't give up. If you had to already, if you had to quit, but you love whatever, like you're passionate about, then just start again. I love you guys. God is for you. He is not against you. Um, and he's always moving. So stay strong, stay rooted in him. If you believe in God, stay rooted in him. I love you guys. And I cannot wait to catch you guys on next week's episode of Joyful Grounds. <laughs> See you next time.